0: Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Happy New Year, everybody from uh, Bryce and I here at I'm Walking here. I uh, hope you all had a great New Year's. Um, you yeah, Bryce, how's your New Year's?
1: My New Year's was good.
0: That's good. My New Year's was great too. Thanks for asking, but uh.
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, you didn't really give me much of an opportunity.
0: Well, I, I asked, and you said it was good, and then, you know what? Never mind. That's not, not, not the point right now. Welcome back to another episode of Walking Here. 2021 edition, not that, that means anything, it's going to be the same incredibly average programming that you tune into probably every week. I'm your resident, Maslow as always Ian Cusick, join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker Bryce Olds. It's college football playoff season. There were some matchups today, actually, well, technically yesterday, because we are actually recording on Saturday. It is 1230 in the morning. This episode will be up in less than 12 hours.
1: Yeah, uh, they will.
0: You know, before we go into the actual college football playoff, you wanted to talk about the Peach Bowl between Georgia and Cincinnati, where Georgia won 24-21 on a last-second field goal.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a very relevant game. I mean... There's there's a lot of repercussions that that come out of Cincinnati losing that game, uh, not just for the pro, their program themselves, but also the uh, American Conference. I mean, if Cincinnati wins this game, yeah, they have to show them respect. Um, but now I, I can't see an American team being respected as top four.
0: I mean, I don't, I, mean honestly, I don't think anyone was going to say that Cincinnati should be a top four team in the country right now. A lot of people did. I, I, a lot
1: of people said that
0: I don't think Cincinnati is a top four team. They played a very good season, probably a top six. I think eight isn't a terrible spot for Cincinnati given that they aren't a Power 5 team, it's... I understand that Cincinnati deserves to be a top 10 team. But I think it's a bit of a stretch to put them at top 4. And it's not even a knock against Cincinnati. They played a pretty good game against Georgia. Obviously, it came down to a game-winning field goal from Georgia. But that's kind of just how college football is. If you're not a Power 5 team, you're going to have a really hard time convincing people that you should be a top-four team if you want to make the playoff. It's a flawed system, but... What are you going to do? Well,
1: I'm not saying Cincinnati was a top-four team. Uh, I don't think they were. But I, I do think that um if they won this game and had a successful year next year putting them top 4 would be respectable um but i i the thing is i've always said people need to get stopped people need to stop being tricked by these non power 5 teams because the truth is they're really not that level and there's a huge gap between the top four and everyone else i mean there's truthfully, there's a gap between uh, a few teams and everyone else, not just the top four so the yeah, the the american i mean look they can cry about you know being respected as a conference all they want the truth is I mean they're one in five in bowl games this year um I mean, how how are you going to ask to be respected like that and be just, I mean, you won one bowl game and you were in six?
0: Exactly, and I, I don't know what people were exactly expecting. I mean, were they expecting the conference to do better this year? I mean... They had some tough matchups here. I mean, Cincinnati against Georgia. You know, well, people will make fun of Georgia all they want, but they're still one of the more formidable teams in the SEC. Like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's just. I mean that that's a loss that that doesn't just hurt Cincinnati. That hurts the pro. That hurts. That hurts the whole conference that they lost that game. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from here. Probably nothing. We're going to see um, shit as normal because now they can't say, well, we beat Georgia. And, I mean, yeah, a few years ago, UCF beat Auburn. Um, UCF still didn't make the playoffs, but they were given a New Year's Six game where – they lost to an LSU team that really was depleted and not that good.
0: Yeah, but that UCF team beat up on a bunch of bottom feeders. They only, if I remember that season correctly, they only beat two ranked opponents, and they were both uh, 20 through 25. So it's not like they're exactly playing the cream of the crop. They're kind of just, they were just kind of playing mid at best for the most part, it 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 was it was an undefeated season until the bowl game, sure, but it's not exactly impressive. And you got them crowning themselves national champions. No, just no.
1: Yeah, it's people. A lot of people had a problem with that, including me. I thought that was terrible,
0: but like it was a cute gimmick at first, but they they just took it way too far. Like, haha! Funny, UCF went undefeated. Yeah, we get it. And then you know it's like March, and they're still talking about how they went undefeated. It's like, okay, you'd get curb stomped by an upper tier Power Five team still. Like,
1: well, that was that. That was why they were talking so bold. Was because they beat a Power Five team that was considered upper tier at the time.
0: I mean, yeah, but that was their only good win of the season, really.
1: I listen, I know. Trust me. I don't know. Team, teams need
0: to learn their
1: place. I I just look there's no there's no power 6. There's no it there's five good conferences. I, this year there was like two, but like overall there are five conferences that's a power 5. As of right now there is no power 6. Is American is the American the sixth best? Co- is American the sixth best conference? Maybe, but that doesn't mean they're power six.
0: It, it it just means they're not power five.
1: I mean, I think they are definitely the sixth best conference in football, but or in college football, but, I mean, that's still the gap between them and. The worst Power Five is, you know, still large. I
0: don't know if they're, you know, I, I don't know. You're right, though. You are right that there's a huge gap between the worst Power Five conference, which, who would we say that is? Maybe like Big 12? ACC. Oh, ACC. Well,
1: overall, this year it was definitely the pack.
0: I don't know. I feel like every year the Pac-12 is just like, you know, you got your, like, Oregon, and, you know, you got some teams that are just, like, absolutely showing up, and then the rest of the conference just looks absolutely awful. Um, I mean,
1: ACC looks like that, too.
0: Yeah, but at least the ACC gets Clemson every year, and this year they got Notre Dame, too, so it's like...
1: We're going to have to talk about both those teams. We're going talk second. about both
0: those teams in a second, but... Uh, Uh, No one's going to deny that they looked really good this season. The pack, I mean, the pack was just rough. But, um, you know, let's talk about those two ACC teams we just mentioned. Uh, We'll start with the Rose Bowl. Number one, Alabama, absolutely shellacking. Number four, Notre Dame, 31-14. We expected this to happen. I think we actually expected it to be not this close I think Bama was favored by 19 I think at least I said Bama covered I don't know if you said that but
1: I mean they were up they're up 31-7 to the last minute
0: that's that's killing me I mean I I didn't bet on this game so it doesn't actually kill me that much but you know good teams win great teams cover That's true Devontae Smith kind of just did the damn thing. Seven or seven. He's the Heisman. He's the Heisman, though. That's his. You think it's locked up?
1: Oh, absolutely. He's the best player in college football this season.
0: I think that's fair. I think it's kind of wild that we're going to see a wide receiver win the Heisman.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if we will, but he should.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think it's. I think it's a. It should be a safe bet at this point. I mean, because the four candidates, it's uh, Trevor Lawrence, Trask, Mac Jones, and then Smith. I don't know. I mean, unless I guess unless Mac Jones has like an absolutely stellar national championship, where he also doesn't throw the ball to Devontae, Devontae Smith, which I, I don't see that happening. So I think Smith should have this locked up.
1: Um time for the other game.
0: Yes, this one is the reason why we were recording so late. Number three Ohio State with the upset over number two Clemson, forty nine twenty eight. Um I know Raza's happy right now. We should we should have gotten Raza on here tonight. Just to uh, I would numbers.
1: rather be shot. Um Well, all this game really does is it has to shut up people who have any doubt in Justin Fields I guess I mean he he is QB2 now no matter what um, he may have just locked up being taken number two in the draft I hope that doesn't happen for his sake but he might have done it especially if he has a great national championship um, other than that nothing else I mean I don't expect him to beat Bama I don't think I just don't think that's They could. I mean, I didn't think they'd beat Clemson. They did great. This is really the first time this season Justin Fields has looked really good against a really good team. And to be fair, that defense isn't very good. I wouldn't say Clemson's defense is stellar, they've been very shaky all year. But
0: still, it's Clemson. Like, you go out there, put up almost 400 yards and, like, what, six touchdowns on Clemson?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's
0: not a lot of quarterbacks are going to be doing that.
1: No, and that's that's a good performance. He needed that. I mean, with that confidence, yeah, they could win a natty. I, I mean, like I said, I don't think that Bama team is planning on losing to anybody, but
0: I wouldn't expect Bama to go into a game expecting to lose. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this game is going to give Ohio State some serious momentum. I think they can make this a big fight. I don't know it's going to be really, a shootout. They might be able to keep, keep uh, pace with Alabama, but I think they're going to keep it close. I mean, they almost hung up 15. Well, years, Alabama... So that's, not, that's not something most teams do.
1: I mean, Bama's... I mean, their defense isn't great. If they plan well, Justin Fields should have a good day against them, but... Ohio State defense, I mean, I, I, I just don't know if they're going to be able to stop Mack and Devontae, I don't know, or and Najee as well. I think Najee's better than ETN at this point.
0: Najee had a pretty solid day. I mean, only 125 yards, but, like, he was just – it seems like that uh, Notre Dame could not tackle him. They were having a really hard time uh, stopping him.
1: I mean, he's 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 ridiculous. I mean, he's unbelievable. Um, he's going to be a special talent. He he, Najee and Devontae are going to be. I think they're going to be great in the NFL. I think we're going to be saying their names for a long time. I mean, Devontae Smith, he's probably gonna go top five, right? He should definitely be wide receiver one. And I know Jamar Chase, he's sitting there too. He didn't play this year, so people probably forget. But I I mean, this this season from Devontae Smith is just he, he's unstoppable. Dude, he's he's, he's, legitimately, he's legitimately unstoppable.
0: Yeah, it's It's just not fair
1: I, I in my opinion he's an easy heisman um and I think he's gonna be a driving force to him winning a championship
0: Well I guess we'll find out soon enough how that uh turns out um Is there any more college football we want to talk about? No. All right, let's move on to the NFL. NFL Week 16. We got some things to talk about. We talked about Kamara having his massive day last episode. Um, Cardinals have been on fraud watch for a little while. I think we're going to put them on fraud alert after this recent performance against... uh, 49ers. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, they put up 12 points on a 49ers team that's got half their guys on IR right now. I'm kind of upset at this team because this team should be doing so much better.
1: They should, yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I mean, truthfully. With, I mean, it's very unfortunate that they lose Kyler right now, but yeah, I I can't really see them being a playoff team after losing this game.
0: I mean, they've had all these suspect losses, you know, losing to the Niners, losing to the Patriots, losing to the Lions and the Panthers.
1: And Bears, oh my.
0: Nice. (laughs) Nice, nice one. But those are four games that, as a team like how the Arizona Cardinals were expected to be this season, those are four games that you absolutely have to win. You know, you lost to a Dolphins team that's been one of the hottest teams in football. I understand. Seattle, weird team. They've been playing everyone tough this year. And then you lose to the Rams. Rams, possibly the best team in the NFC West. Who knows? but this team should have been at minimum a wild card contender and i don't think that's going to happen now I, I i just don't know if it's possible for them because they absolutely have to beat the rams and i don't even know if that's going to be enough for them to make a playoff spot but
1: i i don't i don't know what's going to happen to them but what i do know is i was finally proven right uh these goddamn Cleveland Browns.
0: What the fuck are the Jets doing?
1: Well I mean they were they weren't getting Lawrence anyway after their win, so they said fuck I, it.
0: I guess but
1: The Shits we should have like three, four wins.
0: Uh, the Browns this team is so.
1: What the fuck? I would tell you what if they're just if the Jets. Right, we've been ragging on the Jets all season, but if the Jets decided they wanted to win games, they'd probably have like six, seven—not seven—they'd probably have like five, six wins right now.
0: I mean, they probably beat the Patriots.
1: Yeah, they would beat the Patriots. The
0: Chargers. They would beat the. Rangers. Yeah, they beat.
1: The, yeah, like. The Rams. They would have beat the Rams. Oh wait, they did beat the Rams. Sorry,
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. my bad. But you get what I mean. Like, yeah, Yeah, the Jets would probably have a few wins.
0: I'm just wondering, why would you pick now to start winning games?
1: Well, because it doesn't matter anymore.
0: I mean, they they are firing Adam Gase. Like, he's gone at the end of the season.
1: He so, has to be. If he's not, I don't I'm know what the f- point I'm of this sure was. They've
0: already, they've already said that he is gone.
1: But, um... Uh, you know what? I, I've been shitting on the Steelers constantly the last few weeks. I'm going to give them a little credit. This I was impressed that they were able to come back and win this game against the Colts. Creates a very interesting problem in the NFC South. Or AFC South, sorry. Um, good for them. I mean, it, that that happening creates a lot of interesting stuff in the AFC. I mean, the AFC in general, not just the AFC South.
0: Yeah, like I'm pretty sure. Okay, so this doesn't lock up the number two seed for the Steelers. Actually, I'm pretty sure they're... Okay, they're not guaranteed the number two spot yet. They're not guaranteed the number three spot. It's, they're going to get one of those two seeds. Um, It comes down to if Buffalo loses next week and Pittsburgh wins next week. Pittsburgh plays Cleveland. Buffalo plays Miami.
1: Both those games are going to be competitive.
0: And both those games have rather large implications.
1: I mean, Dolphins are... are... I, honestly, every team in the playoffs right now is fighting for their life. That is unclenched.
0: So, yeah, this is going to be uh, – there's going to be some dogfights this week.
1: I mean, t- the Colts tit- Colts, Titans, we don't know who's going to come out of that. I think I, – we don't. I, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen in the AFC. I'm not even going to make predictions. This shit is wild. I mean, the Browns, if they win, they're in, but they're playing the Steelers – But the Steelers are also planning on resting. So I don't think the Browns are going to lose. I think the Browns are going to get a playoff spot. Um, I don't know what has to happen for the Colts. I don't know what happens if the Colts and Titans both win. I think that depends on what happens with the Ravens as well. Um, This shit is wild. I mean, we could see... I mean, I don't think anyone's really said anything, but... If football team loses and Dallas wins, Dallas is going to the playoffs.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I think only the Giants are uh, eliminated from contention, right?
1: The Eagles as well.
0: Oh, the Eagles are? I thought the Eagles were still able to get in.
1: The Eagles are 4-10-1.
0: <laughs> they are, aren't they? Yeah. This division, it's uh It's somehow both the worst and yet most competitive division.
1: Not really. The AFC South is just as competitive with better teams.
0: I mean, you got every team around the same record in the uh, NFC East. The AFC South is a two dog race.
1: Um, I actually don't know if the Giants are completely. If the Giants win and. Because they play the Cowboys. If the Giants beat the Cowboys and the football team loses, I think the Giants get in as six and ten.
0: You know, either way, we're going to see a six and ten playoff team this year.
1: No, it's going to be seven and nine or six and ten.
0: Oh wait, shit! I thought Washington and Dallas are both at five and ten. Not six no.
1: And there's ten. they're six and nine.
0: All right. Well, all we can hope. I'm hoping that. Football team. I'm hoping that we get a six and ten playoff team this year because that would be awesome. Freak. Uh, it, it would be stupid, but it would be funny.
1: Imagine we get an expanded playoff. team. We get an expanded playoff, and in the AFC, we we don't get we don't get to see an eleven and five team. But in the NFC, the six and ten Cowboys are going to the, the playoffs. of would force
0: which is pretty, great. Because the the NFC is usually way more competitive than the AFC is. But like this year uh, the AFC is like it's a lot more competitive than the NFC like the NFC you got the Packers and then to a lesser degree the Saints and Seahawks and then everyone else. This year you got Kansas City and then to a lesser degree Buffalo and then everyone else.
1: It's it's interesting. The NFL's really it's it's really come down to like four or five teams. It's really not that hard this year. But I you you mentioned the Packers. I want to give them some credit. They went stupid on Sunday night. And that was a tough game. Like that was like a very big game. That was a defining game. And they crushed Tennessee. I mean they smacked them.
0: Dude I, De- Devontae Adams.
1: You know what? I'm gonna say it in confidence, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. Flat out. It's him and then DeAndre, and then I'd put Diggs three.
0: We can talk about Diggs for a bit soon, but <sighs> Devontae Adams. You know what's funny? This time, like Three, four years ago, he was statistically the worst wide receiver in football.
1: It's Aaron Rodgers effect.
0: I guess so. Just for I mean, how we, it
1: works. we give Tom we give Tom Brady his flowers all the time. Oh, he made it work with you know whatever was there. I mean so did Rogers. I mean
0: I don't know, man. I mean I, I think right now Packers are definitely the second best team in football. If we get a rodgers Mahomes Super Bowl, It'd
1: be great.
0: That's gonna be great.
1: It'd be awesome.
0: And I'm not gonna get to watch it because I'm gonna be down in Tampa this year. Aren't
1: you gonna be at the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, but I'm not actually gonna be like watching the game. I'm gonna be like working throughout the stadium.
1: They're I'm not gonna have to- it on fucking TV.
0: I don't think I'm gonna be able to like. What
1: the hell are you even it? doing? There's not even people there. What the hell are you gonna be doing?
0: There are gonna be people there.
1: Oh, I forgot. The NFL's not smart.
0: Uh, Yeah, no. It's going to be a bit of a mess. Probably going to get COVID in February, but you know. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. You may as well prepare for that. You may as well give it to yourself now.
0: You know what? I don't think I'm going to do that. That's something like I I know? know. Because if I test positive right now, they might not let me down there in Tampa in
1: a month. Well you got a month. You'll be you'll be out. The quarantine's only two weeks.
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm not I'm just I, I'm concerned that if it's like oh you tested positive a month ago, they might there might be some precautions about that.
1: Pretty yeah, sure. You die for football then. Whatever.
0: You know what? If if that's if that's what the good Lord wills, then so be it.
1: It was written by Jesus actually. Yeah. Jesus said ENM Q's expelled C U S I C K will die for football. Yes. And that's where all the concussions came from.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, if they just said, he he just said I'd die for football. He wasn't very specific about how I'd die. He
1: how said, or when or How, what, when, but...
0: what, why, who, all the question words, you know, it's it he just said I would die for football. And he left that up for interpretation. Now I'm going to get... As yeah, so is the Bible. It's in the Bible. Literally, go look it up in the Bible. It's, you know... Yeah, that passage. It's
1: a... It's a the passage is... Is a... Brett Raza, Farr, 316. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's a... At Raza you underscore 316... Look it up. No. No. What were we talking about?
1: Uh, we were talking about Rogers Mahomes' Super Bowl. Yes. And
0: yeah, how that's probably going to happen. And now that we've already said that, it's probably not going to happen now because some fuck shit's going to go down.
1: It would suck if it didn't happen because we missed out on Rogers Brady. So... I mean, that can literally never happen now.
0: Well, what if Rodgers goes to the AFC? I know that wouldn't happen because I'm pretty sure he just heard the contract. Yeah, we're not going to get Rodgers Brady. We're not going to get Rodgers Brady. We're not going to get Breeze Brady. We're not going
1: to get... I wouldn't want Breeze Brady. I don't even want Breeze 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 Brady in the playoffs.
0: Breeze Brady until a couple years ago would have been a fantastic game.
1: It, It would have been cool. No, they both kind of reek. So. Uh,
0: I don't know. Brady's been picking it up the last couple of weeks.
1: And they've played nobody, dog.
0: You know what? Fuck it.
1: Brady's picking it up. Yeah, he played against the Lions. Ooh, and whatever.
0: Whatever, man.
1: Damn, where was that good ass game when you played the Rams with the Chiefs? Even New—I mean, my God, those two games against New Orleans were embarrassing. But
0: that second New Orleans game hurt to watch. Not even gonna lie, that was rough. But um,
1: was it as rough as watching this Monday night game against the Bills?
0: Um, well, you see, here's the funny thing: I only watched the first half of that game because I knew how the second half was going to go down. And uh, it was like twenty-four
1: to nine. They didn't even score in the second half.
0: Yeah, that's kinda of what I expected. Um, you know that that this is what I expected to happen. Um shout out to known IWH guest Joseph Lamonica, by the way, for uh winning the IWH League. Because Stefan Diggs put up forty five points this week. Uh that he he needed like forty two or something like that, which was just absurd, but uh Yeah, Diggs kind of just did what Diggs does. Only he just did it much better this week. So, you know, you know, I almost hope the Patriots lose to the Jets this week.
1: It'd be funny.
0: It would be funny.
1: Would do you want to draft? Do you want to draft Kyle Trask?
0: I would not say no to Kyle Trask.
1: Wow, you're down that bad, huh?
0: We need a quarterback. If Trask is the best quarterback. quarterback. Trask is hardly just any quarterback.
1: Please. I do not trust Kyle Trask at the NFL level at all. Same with Mac Jones.
0: No, if we got Mac Jones in like the second or third round, I'd be all right with that.
1: The only QBs, the only honestly, the only QB I straight up trust is Trevor Lawrence. Fields obviously is good, but like, I don't know if I trust him yet. We'll see.
0: I don't know that guy from BYU. He seems to be uh, picking up some uh, some attention. I don't really. They know were calling like, don't exactly watch BYU.
1: They were calling QB too. That that conversation ended the night,
0: yeah. but.
1: Yeah, no, he he's. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not very high on him either. But, but I, I will say, you're right. The Patriots definitely need a QB desperately. I mean,
0: I. You know what? I'm gonna. I've. I said this after the Bills game Monday night. There is zero reason to start Cam this week against the Jets. There is zero reason whatsoever because we've seen everything that we've wanted to see out of Cam this season. Cam's done. He, he's done. In the I don't think he after this he can get a starting role in the NFL again. I think
1: I that's I don't know about that.
0: His but. arm strength is gone. His shoulder is totally fucked.
1: Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have much of an arm anymore, but let's let's be honest. He was not surrounded with much talent.
0: And what talent What he was surrounded with, there wasn't anything done with it. Yeah, the Patriots were just sorry.
1: There, there was nothing there. But, there is no talent.
0: You know, there's only so... He wasn't exactly doing himself any favors this season.
1: I mean, y'all, y'all said, y'all were literally like, hey, Cam was like, hey, can I get some receivers? Like, here, have Dante Moncrief, damn. Like, the hell are going to do that? I don't, think, do I with don't that? even
0: think we have Dante Moncrief anymore.
1: He's on the roster.
0: Is he still on the roster? Because I sure as hell haven't heard his name called at all.
1: Yeah, he, he, he hasn't had a catch since November 22nd.
0: Oh, wow. That was a month and a half ago.
1: It was, that was last year. Literally. Yeah, we're like here, have Gunner Oczewski. Like, okay.
0: You know, that's just our stereotypical scrappy white guy that we run at wide receiver. He po- suddenly pops off, has a big playoff game eventually, and yeah.
1: People think he's good, and he's a Hall of Famer.
0: That's the Julian Edelman experience.
1: Oh my God, Julian Edelman being a Hall of Famer—shit makes me sick. People were saying that shit too. Unironically, makes me sick.
0: I'm just saying, he's...
1: it doesn't make me that. Doesn't make me that sick. But he's not a Hall of Famer. You know, Julian if... Edelman's not even good.
0: I think Edelman's a fine receiver. He's a good. I think he's a good option to have for a team, but. He's not a number one option, not anymore, at least.
1: He, uh, was he ever?
0: Yeah, he was. A, he was like the number one option, like uh, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Gronk was hurt for most of those seasons, so he didn't get to play that much.
1: Yeah, those days are over. Welcome to hell.
0: You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Edelman honestly retired this season. He's 34 years old. He's coming off a really bad injury. And his body just isn't what it used to be. I don't don't really see him producing at the same levels that he used to.
1: I'll go stop on some cars in Miami and figure it out.
0: Was it in Miami? I don't think it was in Miami.
1: Was it in Florida? Ah.
0: He jumped on the hood of someone's Mercedes. No, it was in uh, Beverly Hills. Oh,
1: that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The only context that I know is that he was drunk and doing it. So I don't know. I've personally never gotten drunk enough to the point where I wanted to stomp on someone's cars. But I guess when you're an NFL wide receiver, you're kind of just built different. I don't know if that's just how they do things, but...
1: (laughs) When you're rich, you can do whatever you want. I guess so. Week 17, the finale of this very weird NFL season. Probably the only time some of these teams are ever going to be playing in January.
0: Yes, but there are some pretty high-stakes games this week. We're going to start at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Dolphins at Bills. Buffalo favored by three at home. Um, Buffalo's already got the AFC East locked up, obviously. But I have to assume they want the number two seed. So I think they're going to play everybody.
1: Well, here's the, guys. I mean, here's the thing. This is a crucial game for Miami. Um, and no Fitzpatrick in this one. And I, you're asking Tua to lead Miami to a playoff spot. It is first season. That's a lot to ask. I don't think they can do it. I think the Bills win.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's unfortunate because this Dolphins team has been a lot of fun to watch this season. And they're going to be a playoff team next season, I think. It, you know, just the rough start early on. Tua is still trying to develop in the league. This team is going to be in the playoffs next season. Maybe not the AFC East winning team, but they're going to be a wild card team next season. No, to I mean, say that, no way.
1: I'm going to say this, and you can quote me on it years to come. You could all take the expose if I'm wrong. AFC East is the Bills for a long time. Kings.
0: Maybe. I mean, hey, Tua didn't play a snap for the Dolphins until, what, week five? Something like that? Mm-hmm. The Dolphins lost three of their first four to start the season, and it was a game against New England, who we see now is terrible, and they lost by three to Buffalo. Those two games go differently. Miami could be in the driver's seat, looking at winning the division.
1: I'm telling you right now, this is this is the Bills' division for a long time. Miami can be good. Miami's going to be solid. I think they're going to be a playoff team pretty consistently. But in terms of the division, this is the Bills. I'm telling you.
0: Maybe. All right. Next game with some playoff implications. We got Steelers at Browns. Browns favored by nine at home, which is kind of a bizarre line. But like you did mention earlier, Pittsburgh is resting their guys this week.
1: That makes it not bizarre.
0: Well, no, it's bizarre until you realize that.
1: I mean, the Browns have no reason. The Browns have no reason to lose. Like, if you can't beat the Steelers backups, you don't deserve to be in there at all. I don't think the Browns really do deserve to be in there at all, considering what happened with the Jets. But yeah, they should definitely not lose the the Steelers resting.
0: I would certainly hope that they don't lose this game, but I again, it would be totally it would this would be buying into the Browns narrative once again if they're favored by 9 at home with a playoff spot on the line, their opponent is resting starters, and uh, it would be it would be such a uh, Browns move to just lay a goose egg out this week. Uh, I think this Browns team is too good to do something like that. But then again, are they too good to do that uh, when they just lost to the Jets?
1: Uh, let's be honest, no. They, this team is not good enough for any standard. <laughs> I mean, this team is... I this think team... the
0: bare minimum should be that they can at least compete with the Steelers' backups. Especially considering I, the yes. Steelers are the most overrated team in the league. I would th- hope that they could compete with them. So yes, I do think the Browns are going to win this week. I do too. All right. Somehow this matchup has playoff implications for God knows what reason. Cowboys at Giants. Dallas favored by two and a half on the road. Um. Yeah, that's that's a thing. We're talking about I, the Cowboys and Giants at Week 17 on this program. I.
1: <laughs>
0: God, I love think football.
1: I think the Cowboys win, and I mean, I don't know what their fate is going to... Well, I I think football team's going to win, so I don't think this win will matter for the Cowboys. Uh, but I do think they win the game, get the job done.
0: Football team is playing the Eagles, so yeah, I agree. I think that uh, we do see football team in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will agree. I do think Dallas probably pulls it off, but this is going to be such a sloppy game. It's going to be raining, too, in New Jersey. So this game's going to stink. It's all going to amount to nothing because neither of these teams are going to the playoffs. Um, I don't think there are any other... Uh, I think Cardinals-Rams, yes, this one does have implications for the Rams.
1: You're so wrong. Uh, Bears-Packers has huge implications. If Chicago wins, they're in.
0: Oh, that's right. Chicago um, is. Yes, they are in line for a spot. I totally forgot about that.
1: I don't think they do win. I, th- I mean, let's be honest. NFC North team against Aaron Rodgers never truthfully ends that well, does it?
0: Mm, I can't remember a time where it did, at least not recently. But uh, yeah, no, Rodgers uh, and the Packers are going to absolutely annihilate the Bears.
1: And that also means Rams-Cardinals has implications as well. So I I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be starting. Jared Goff is definitely not. Um, I think I, this is going to come down to who's the better football team, straight up. Both teams are going to most likely missing their starting quarterbacks. Um, actually, never mind. Kyler Murray has practiced in full, so he's probably going to play. Um, that being said, because Kyler is going to play, I think the Cardinals win. And I don't. What is does that give him a spot over the Rams? I don't remember.
0: Um, I don't know if it does because
1: well, they're both going to be nine and seven.
0: Mm. And they split the series this season, so it's going to come down to more tiebreakers. So I don't really know how that's going to work out. But I think if the Cardinals do win this game, I think and the Bears lose, they should be in line for a playoff spot.
1: I mean, I think if the Bears lose, they're going to be eight and eight. The- Rams and Cardinals will both be nine and seven, so maybe they both go. I don't know.
0: Uh, let's just let's see. So Packers are the one seed, Saints and Seahawks, and then NFC East winner. And then as for wildcard teams, Bucks are clinched. Bucks, and I think it comes down to Cardinals or Bears.
1: So if the Cardinals win, they're in. The Rams are probably going to go.
0: I think the Rams have already clinched. I don't think there's any question about them.
1: I don't think they have. No, the Rams, I don't think the Rams are clinched. They're not. The Rams are not clinched. Oh. So there is some scenario where they can fall out. Maybe, of
0: maybe if Cardinal, I guess in that case, it has to be if Cardinals and Bears win. Yeah,
1: I think if the Cardinals and Bears win, they're not going to be a playoff team. So I think the Rams are definitely in the driver's seat. Yeah, they have to be. Um, it's going to be interesting.
0: All right. Um, I don't think Saints... Do Saints-Panthers have any major implications? No. Other than, like, the two-seed, but...
1: Home field don't mean shit here anyways.
0: Um Titans Texans, this is gonna be key. I believe the Titans are in the driver's seat for the AFC South, if I'm not mistaken. So when so, I mean,
1: both, well, both the Colts and Titans are playing the two bottom feeders, so I yeah, they're both I believe, probably gonna get I the job of, uh, done.
0: I believe the Titans have the uh tiebreaker over in Indianapolis.
1: I think they, they split.
0: Yeah, but I remember seeing that um, the Colts need to win this. If the Colts don't win this week, they're eliminated.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously. So,
0: yeah, if they don't win somehow to Jacksonville, which would be absolutely hilarious.
1: Hey, Jacksonville's won win against Indy. It
0: was, wasn't it?
1: Week one, they've lost every game since.
0: How poetic would it be if they just screwed everything up by winning this week?
1: No, they wouldn't anyway. The w- number one's clinched for them. So uh, that's,
0: that's true. They did clinch the number one pick. Yeah, never mind. Then Colts are going to win this game, but I think Colts and Titans both win. So Titans win the, the division. And I think Colts end up in a wild card spot.
1: That also depends.
0: <sighs> um, you know, I think it's going to come down to Miami and Indianapolis for the last wild card spot. I think based on our picks, that's how that would turn out. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Let's
1: talk some baseball.
0: Words that haven't been spoken on this show in months.
1: Well, something important happened.
0: Something important did happen, and, uh... The Padres are playing with forced trades on right now because (laughs) um, they not only acquired Blake Snell for a few prospects from the Rays, but now they also have you Darvish. So combine that with them getting Clevenger. The Padres are absolutely nasty this season.
1: Yeah. And so um, this is
0: going to be wild how they're still going to lose the division by six games to the Dodgers, but.
1: I, I Honestly, I'm not that. I mean, listen, that pitching staff is gross. And guess what? Even Trevor Bauer, he visited San Diego. He said well, I, think he liked
0: he's, I think he's visiting everywhere, isn't he?
1: I don't know about everywhere, but everywhere has got money.
0: Look, man, he, he visited Boston, so I don't know if money is everything he's looking for right now.
1: I don't, I think I don't he's know just exactly
0: big, what you're looking agents. for with Boston right now, to be honest.
1: Yeah, Bauer seems like the kind of guy who just throw any chance of career success away for money. But I mean, it's not like he could get money from them.
0: Yeah, no, it's a it's a new regime now. Kyan Bloom doesn't uh spend money. He he uh saves money. Uh, I've bitched enough about the Red Sox on this show before. The Padres, it's weird how, like, this offseason has been so slow and then pretty much, like, back-to-back days, the Padres go out and trade for fantastic pitchers. I mean, the Blake Snell trade, that came out of nowhere. We knew the Cubs were trying to cut payroll. But the Rays, I mean, that's Blake Snell. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. I mean, I understand that,
1: that why a, they traded him, but... I, I honestly... Uh, not f- for fucking prospects. I mean, we're talking about Blake fucking Snell here, not fucking, you know, Chris Archer. I mean... Right. Well, yeah, I, I thank you, Tampa Bay. I mean, you made the AL East least a lot easier. But, like, that was fucking stupid.
0: You know... I'm I'm not gonna celebrate this trade too much because I know the Rays are gonna pull off some black magic. Like they seem to do every time they acquire prospects from a team for a really good player.
1: I mean, I'm not saying they're not bad prospects, but like God, um, we're trading prospects for a Cy Young.
0: The Rays are gonna make it work. I have no. I in mind
1: I, I just don't. Yeah, even if they do make it work, that's still like. That's still not smart.
0: No, of course, it's probably not the smartest movie you can make right now, but I'm sure they know what they're doing. So I'm not going to like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say this was a terrible trade until we see what these prospects are in return, because for all we know, they could have turned Blake Snell into several fantastic caliber players, which is just nuts, but. That's what the Rays seem to do. And it got them to the World Series this year. Probably not going to repeat because, you know, you're losing Blake Snell. But this is probably a move that a team, maybe not trying to win now, but give it a couple years, probably could see it. I don't know. But...
1: Uh I just think this is a horrible idea for Tampa Bay. I mean, here's the thing. This is this is a move, a team that is setting up for f- the future does, right? This is this is a move that a team that's not good right now would make to become good in a few years. The thing is they just went to the World Fucking Series. This is not a move you make.
0: I don't know, maybe they just don't think they can get it done right now, which is really weird because...
1: Well, that's that's another thing. If you don't think you can get it done right now, how does trading Blake Snell help you with that? Exactly. Yes,
0: setting you out for the future, I guess.
1: Blake Snell probably is the future. I mean, he's really the present, because he's already dominant.
0: Uh, his contract... Oh, you know I don't understand it actually. He had two years left on his deal. No, he has three years left on his deal. And it's you get eleven million dollars, thirteen million dollars, and sixteen million dollars for a pitcher like Blake Snell. That is dumb cheap.
1: Now would you have to pay him? Yes, eventually. But
0: but I don't know, man. You got you got Blake Snell right there, and you just deal him. I get it. You don't want to have to pay him. It's a weird year because, you know, pandemic and everything, but. <sighs> are you really just going to get rid of Blake Snow like that?
1: It's just I, dumb. I'm
0: not kind of crazy about it.
1: Even the Cubs. I mean, I, I get trading you Darvish a little more, he's a little older. He did just have a phenomenal season, though. Um, Listen, man, I think the Padres are a legitimate threat.
0: You know what's crazy about the Padres too? I wanted to mention this earlier, but I didn't. I just didn't. A month ago, they had their six top prospects. I'm pretty sure they still have four of their six top prospects after making these two trades.
1: And they made they have a very deep farm.
0: They do. This is a team that's built for the future. And now they've got one of the best pitchers in the game. They have, well, I'd say two of the best pitchers, considering they have Clevenger, too. Uh, They have Hugh Darvish, who's going to be a very, very good number three option. I I
1: mean, most, like, their top four starters are number ones on, like, every other team.
0: Yeah, most other rosters, that's a very, very solid number one.
1: I I would say it's I'd say their one is Snell and then Clevenger, and then Darvish. Like those are all number one pitchers on ninety percent of teams.
0: That's and supposedly they have this pitching prospect coming up who's like absolutely filthy.
1: Yeah, Mackenzie Gore.
0: That's his name, yeah.
1: He's nasty. He is good.
0: I'm telling you, man, I'm genetically engineering one of my kids in the future to uh, become a pitcher because, you know, once you get once you get one of these kids and they're going to make bank and they're going to be make winning World Series, I'm just telling you, that's an investment opportunity right there.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you can genetically engineer a 102-mile-an-hour fastball, but if you can, I only know.
0: You know what? I got my best people working on it right now.
1: In the IWH labs.
0: Yeah. The IWH labs. We're uh, we're paying Raza about $18 an hour to uh, work on that.
1: <sighs> Man, it is late. Yeah,
0: it is. It is 1.30 in the morning. And uh, I feel like death right now because I got like three hours of sleep last night.
1: So why we wrap this up.
0: I agree. So uh, thank you for listening to episode 125 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWHpodcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at enm spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. Follow Bryce on Twitter at it's, bris, it's BRizz, Thank you for listening, and have a great day.